At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles, Wes Reynolds alongside. Before we get to Jared Smith, real quick, Wes, uh, update on Duke and Gonzaga. Yeah, I might want to get some pickle juice to the Duke bench stat because they've got the cramping issues again, both Paulo Bonchero and Wendell Moore. Moore, by the way, went back to the locker room. Bonchero is still on the bench. Uh, you recall that did happen in the Kentucky game mm-hmm. at the Champions Classic and MSG a couple weeks ago. By the way, all tied at 58 here at T-Mobile Arena. 13.50 left to go. Seeing uh, Gonzaga minus about four and a half on average on the live line, 175 and a half the current in-game total. It has been an in- a very high-level game, yeah, Duke, unlike the other night at the yeah, Duke 1.16 points per possession, Gonzaga 1.12. That is very efficient offense. Let's uh, bring in our guy, Jared Smith, right now. Jared, thanks as always uh, for being with us. And, of course, uh, hope your Thanksgiving was tremendous yesterday. And, of course, we have the whole buffet to start in college football. And that buffet starts off with the big game in Michigan, the Wolverines and the Buckeyes winner goes to the the uh, big 10 championship game. And more than likely goes to the college football playoff right now. We're seeing Michigan seven or seven and a half point underdogs at home, Jared. Yeah. And this game, uh, good evening guys. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I had a great Thanksgiving, still digesting some of the Turkey, but had some <laughs> leftovers today, which is always nice. I, it's always funny. I always got, I always get the desserts as the leftovers and that's always my favorite thing to eat the next day. Um, so this Michigan game, I will be honest. I, I don't want to say the wrong team is favored here. The right team is definitely favored, but I think the lines moved a little too much in Ohio state's direction. It opened six last week. I saw golden nugget hanging to six and now we're seeing it seven and a half got up to eight. Um, I even got it up to eight and a half at one point. Um, And now you're starting to see some of that Michigan buyback, despite the fact that, you know, Ohio State's still one of the most publicly bet sides of the week. So I would be a little bit concerned if you're buying this number over seven at Ohio, uh, you know, for Ohio State, because I I do think Michigan's defensive line, Hutchinson and Ojabo, I, I think they have the type of defense, unlike Michigan State, unlike some of the other, you know, blowouts that Ohio State's had this year to keep C.J. Stroud at bay and to maybe give him some problems up front. You want to compare it to what you saw against Penn State? Penn State was in that game until the scoop and score late, but that's the kind of defensive effort I think you're going to see from Michigan, and that front seven for Penn State gave Ohio State problems. That's the recipe for success 
uh, for the Wolverines. And I, I think getting over seven is uh, a pretty good bet with Michigan. At home. Yeah, that's going to be what that game comes down to that you mentioned, Jared. Those two defensive ends, likely first rounders in the 2022 draft. If they can get pressure on C.J. Stroud, uh, it can be right there in the game. Uh, very good defense that Michigan has, especially against the pass. So I'd be leaning your way. I have not bet this game yet accordingly. But the other game in in the Big Ten East, not going to decide who is going to go to the Big Ten championship game, but still a big game nonetheless, especially for New Year's Six Bowl positioning, is your alma mater to Penn State Nittany Lions against Michigan State. And Michigan State and Mel Tucker trying to rebound uh, off that big loss, 56-7. By the way, the, the multi-million dollar men here, apparently, the battle of the Mel Tucker and James Franklin. But Penn State saw some money earlier this afternoon, Jared. Yeah, and obviously the news surrounding what's happening in the Michigan State locker room right now, flu bug or some kind of virus that's going around non, non-COVID related has definitely moved the line. Um, because the lines move so much in Penn State's favor, I would imagine that the players are pretty significant. Maybe it's quarterback, maybe it's Kenneth Walker, maybe it's some of those key starters on defense. But Michigan State's kind of sputtered down the stretch a little bit. I, I think they kind of peaked in that game against Michigan, um, and we haven't really seen their best stuff since. And I, I'll be honest, I think – it's it's tough for me to lay points with my alma mater because the hardest thing that I do is is watch a Penn State game and want them to win by more than just one point, which is just my goal every day or every week when I watch Penn State uh, is just to have them win. So I, I won't be personally betting this game, um, but I, I do think that we're getting to a point now with the line where, where there's some obviously some significant pieces out for Michigan State. Um, and it, it seems like a spot for Penn State where, you know, I, I don't want to say they played well last week. They're, they're really banged up. Um, but I, I thought some of their players got snubbed for some of the award watch list, most notably Jahan Dotson on the Bolitnikoff award list. So I think you're going to see a spirited effort from Penn State uh, tomorrow. But again, it's all about who's out for Michigan State. And that's probably why the lines move so much towards uh, the Nittany lines. Jared Smith with us right now here on the nightcap. Uh, Jared, I want to go to the elimination game in Stillwater. Bedlam, maybe one of the last times we actually see Bedlam Mm. with Oklahoma moving to the SEC in a few years. Oklahoma State right now is a four and a half point consensus favorite. And amazingly enough, a Bedlam game with a total less than 50 with a 49 and a half (laughs) and 49 in there. Uh, Jared, this is an elimination game. Loser, this one is absolutely done in the chase for the college football playoff. And the door is ajar for whoever wins this game. Absolutely. And the lines moved in favor of Oklahoma State. And I think the fact that the total is as low as you mentioned, Jeff, I think that tells you what the bookmakers think this game, the the, the tempo of this game is going to be like. Um, This is an Oklahoma State team that I've been really impressed with this year. In fact, other than Michigan, which is another, you know, notch in the belt of why I like backing the Wolverines tomorrow. But other than Michigan, the best team against the spread in college football this year is Oklahoma State at nine and two. So they've really overachieved their number. And I, I think this is a team that is not going to wow you offensively. This is not a sexy matchup. Uh, you know, I had a buddy that used to work at Oklahoma State in the marketing department. He said that the money that they would pour into promoting this game was otherworldly. Now, this is not going to be a game. I mean, this is the, you're right. This could be the last one, uh, but it's not going to have the same feel as some of these other Bedlam games have had. It's going to be much more kind of like a Big Ten game, actually. And I, I'm concerned with Oklahoma's quarterback situation. I'm, I'm concerned with, you know, the confidence of Caleb Williams and how healthy he is with the hand. And if they do have to go to Spencer Rattler, if he does struggle earlier in the game, what's the dynamic going to be? The Lincoln Riley rumors going to LSU. There's a lot of issues, I think, internally in the Oklahoma locker room. I, maybe laying over three, over four points with a, in a low total game is too much. But there's only one way to bet this game. It's either Oklahoma State or pass for me. And the under, by the way, is gotten a lot of support this mm-hmm. week uh, down to 48 and a half not used to seeing that in bedlam but uh <laughs> make it a defensive bedlam 48 and a half now here the market low at circus sports uh jared uh just three remaining undefeated teams in fbs we saw one in action today cincinnati got it done and what was kind of a tricky spot perhaps going on the road against east carolina but the cincinnati defense forced enough turnovers they get to win 35 13 of course we have the georgia bulldogs number one in the college football playoff lane uh little over five touchdowns against Georgia Tech. I'm trying to see if I have the stomach to take the Yellow Jackets with them. <laughs> but one I think we do line up on the third undefeated team would be the Roadrunners of UTSA. And they are going to be taking on North Texas. Uh, big comeback win for the Roadrunners last week. But I think we're lining up on the dog here. 
Absolutely. Actually, both of these teams, North Texas and UTSA, eight and three against the number this year. So they've both been overachieving teams. North Tech, listen, I'd be lying if I said I've watched a lot of North Texas games this year. I've watched a little bit of UTSA this year, but the line movement I think is pretty telling here. And I think the pressure that is mounting, this is basically a playoff game for UTSA because you know there are going to be a lot of folks that are going to want them to finish undefeated. The program, that's a notch in their belt. That's something they can take with them when they go out on the recruiting trail uh, this summer. But uh, I'll be honest, the line movement in a game that not a lot of people are betting for this line to move two or three points towards North Texas and the fact that North Texas has won four games in a row and they're trying to get bowl eligible. So I, I think a lot of momentum and, and uh, certainly a lot of line movement in favor of the mean green here. Not to say, not take anything away from UTSA. Uh, they're having a fabulous season. But if you're going to give me double digits in this kind of game, feels like a bowl game. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it is kind of a bowl game for North Texas because if they don't win, they won't be going to one. So I think taking double digits is a good bet with North Texas. That's what the market's certainly telling me as well. Yeah, it's the mean green team, by the way, that has won five in, or four in a row, rather, trying to win five yeah. in a row and get bowl eligible. Seth Luttrell looked like he was in a little bit of trouble maybe can save his job here, especially if they beat UTSA. So, Jeff, I am absolutely with Jared uh, fading the Roadrunners. Maybe uh, maybe three for three by the time this game kicks, even though I'm not sh sure how much longer that 10 is going to uh, gonna be there. Jared, uh, it is rivalry weekend in college football. What else is standing out to you on the card? Um, so I think that Virginia Tech-Virginia game is fascinating. I saw the hook evaporate on Tech. Uh, they, they haven't looked very impressive, but they ran the ball uh, pretty effectively against Miami last week, who's got some really good players up front. And I, I just don't trust Virginia laying a touchdown in a rivalry game. Tech has owned this ma matchup. I remember the one game, I think it was two years ago, it was the first win for Virginia in like 100 years or something. Um, and I, I would say getting over a touchdown, if you can find seven in the hook, most of the hooks are gone with Tech. I got it earlier in the week. And I'm also going to take a small nibble on Troy at Georgia State. How about Troy? I was looking up the numbers in this game. Troy's got one of the best rushing defenses in college football this year. I don't know if that's an anomaly or maybe the opponents that they face just haven't tried to run against them. Um, but Georgia State certainly likes to run, 10th in the country in rushes per game. So if Troy can stop the run, I think they're going to have some success against Georgia State. And again, the motivation for the teams on six losses. We're seeing that uh, pretty widespread throughout college football that I think the underdogs on six losses, if they have a matchup they can win, um, we've seen a little bit of uh, motivational factor uh, kind of ratcheted up with them. So I'll take a nibble on Troy and I'll take a nibble on Virginia Tech tomorrow as dogs uh, yeah. on six losses. Yeah, I could definitely see that because uh, Troy, one of the many programs now in FBS that are going to be sneaking a new head coach is uh, Chip Lindsey has been let go uh, last week. So it's like, okay, is this the big effort for Troy? It's like, oh, we got our coach fired here. You know, do we come out and do that? So I can absolutely see that. And Jared's absolutely right. Hokies have dominated that Commonwealth Cup, another team that's going to be looking for a new head coach. By the way, quick update. Jared Smith's going to stay with us for the next segment. But, Wes, we said it. At some point, the fouls are going to show up for one of those two big guys for Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. Drew Timmy's on the bench with four fouls with 10 minutes to go at T-Mobile Arena. That game is now tied at 66. Boy, this looks like a national championship game in November here. 66 apiece, 926 left to go. What a what a tremendous start to the year for college basketball as a whole. The quality seems to be up because of all the guys with extra COVID eligibility. Mm -hmm. uh, what what a what a start for college basketball. Gonzaga just grabbed the lead back on a home grin bucket. Jared Smith going to stick around. We're going to get some NFL picks from Jared next on a nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. .com to learn more. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bed Rivers has you covered. Bed Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, and now New York. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. Jeff Parles and Wes Reynolds in for Tim Murray and Sean King. Before we get back to Jared Smith, uh, Gonzaga leading Duke 70-66 to with 8.23 to go. West, the largest crowd in the history of the state of Nevada for a college basketball game tonight, 20,389. Yeah, and a bigger one than we were at. Yes. There were some empty seats, by the way, there at T-Mobile, some sections partitioned off. By the way, Paulo Bonchero back in the game for the Blue Devils as they now hit a jumper, 70-68. to 68. Before we came back from the break, Gonzaga is about minus six on the in-game, 174 and a half the total. Yeah, tremendous, tremendous game there at T-Mobile Arena tonight. Uh, Jared Smith still with us. Jared, uh, before we dive into the NFL, I I, I know you're a big soccer guy, and uh, the uh, uh, UEFA, which is the Europe uh, Association, uh, put out their quali- their last leg of qualifiers for the World Cup, and naturally, the two best teams that are left in the qualifying are Italy and Portugal. One of those two teams is not going to make the World Cup be- because they were grouped together, which is always Jared. It's like you you had one job to have these teams yeah. in different pods, and now you're either going to have no European champions or no Cristiano Ronaldo in Qatar next year. Well, it reminds me of what baseball does sometimes with the wild card team and, and how they kind of group. The, it, it's it's not it's not ideal, obviously, Jeff. Um, I'm actually looking at the path. They call it path A, path right. B, path C. I love the I love the European languages compared to how we kind of address some of the uh, the playoff formats here. There's some really good. These are the these are the play in games, man. If these are the play in games and the World Cup's going to be great, I, I, you know, we were talking the Euro over the summer mm-hmm. and and it's so volatile these soccer you know matches because the lines can be really juiced. Um, but this is fun. Italy, North Macedonia in that first matchup. And then North Macedonia was one of those Euro darlings with uh, Tanev, one of those, uh, you know, no name guys that kind of came out of nowhere and uh, scored a bunch of goals. So I think it's going to be fascinating. And I do hope we get Italy, Portugal uh, in a play in match because, you know, that's that's what that's what the footy wants. We need the drama, Jeff. That's the only one we're going to get it popular here in the States. Uh, definitely drama. And of course, uh, again, uh, uh, no World Cup potentially for two straight times in a row for Italy or 
no Cristiano Ronaldo. But let's get to our American football here. Of the oblong yeah. variety. The oblong variety, <laughs> yes. Um, cash uh, oblong over a half uh, mentioned here on the show. Jared, uh, I, Wes and I were discussing this game a little bit earlier. Big game in the NFC playoff picture. Minnesota goes to Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Still mostly three in the market, even though it's juice on the home standing Niners. Uh, you're you're looking at the home team here in this one. Yeah, I'll be honest. At this stage of the season, you know, some of my preconceived biases or maybe the recency bias that I have about certain teams, it kind of gets eroded by what the market tells me very early in the week. And what the market was telling me here is that San Francisco is the sharper side. I do see a three and a half at South Point right now. I see a three and a half at Caesars. And you're right, all the threes are juiced to the 20 cents. And that that would surprise most people because what did we see last week? We saw Minnesota play arguably their best game of the year. And we saw the Niners handle their business against a very depleted and very bad, frankly, Jacksonville team. Um, and, you know, I, I congratulate Kirk Cousins. He's done something with the Vikings over the last weeks and he's never done before. And that's win back-to-back games as an underdog. Well, he's going to get a chance to win his third straight game as an underdog this week. And I, I just, I, I like siding with the market in these situations. This is a toss-up game. I think if you ask the public, they would say, I'll take the three points with what I just saw from Kirk Cousins. And that is, I think, what we're seeing play out in the market right now. A little bit of reverse line movement towards San Francisco. And I really like what the Niners have done offensively over the last few weeks. You could tell George Kittle's you know, resurgence has certainly energized this offense. I think Debo Samuel in the backfield has given them an added weapon that they maybe didn't have without, you know, Devin Coleman and some of their other running backs that they've let go over the last couple of years and that have been out because of injury. So I think this is an energized and healthy Niners offense. And don't get me wrong, take nothing away from the Vikings. They've had a really nice little run here, but the market is telling me that San Francisco is the sharper side in this game. Jared, I like what you said about the market there because, you know, sometimes I, I always believe that the odds maker will often tell you, or at least sometimes tell you, who he likes in this game, and the market is telling you who they like. This reminds me a little bit of New Orleans and Philadelphia last week when Philadelphia was the favorite. Look, we know the analytics guys, the Sirianni syndicate, they love the Eagles. That's beside the point. But the market was telling you, okay, this is a team that had not won in the link all year, and they're favored over the New Orleans Saints, and then Philadelphia ends up getting there. Here you have a San Francisco team, 0-4 as a home favorite this season under Kyle Shanahan. And yet the market is supporting the 49ers here. So I think you're on the right track with that one. And uh, another game where the market looks like it's kind of moving your way is Cleveland and Baltimore. And that's a Sunday night game. And look, what we've seen over the last few weeks, Jared, is quarterbacks, when they miss one, maybe even two weeks, they kind of come back a little bit rusty. We saw it with Dak Prescott against Denver. We saw it with Russell Wilson, really, the last two weeks. Are we going to see it Sunday night with Lamar Jackson? I think so, because let's be honest, Lamar Jackson, you know, you know, say what you want about the Aaron Rodgers and and the game he played coming back off COVID when he was very rusty. Um, But he didn't look great in that game. And that's Aaron Rodgers, who is known to be a rhythm passer that knows the offense like the back of his hand. I don't know if I would say that uh, about Lamar Jackson. Don't get me wrong. He has had a, a nice career so far. But I would say if there's a quarterback that can handle coming back with no practice, limited practice, limited reps, coming off of a two-week hiatus, it would not be Lamar Jackson. I think he needs the reps, especially because he's got a lot of new wide receivers that are in and out of the lineup right now. And I think overall, with this Ravens team very depleted, not only offensively, but also defensively, the injury or the concussion to Calais Campbell and also Brandon Williams, their nose tackle, who's been in and out of practice this week, to me, that matters uh, immensely more because now Cleveland is fully healthy up front. Conklin, Chubb, Hunt, the full complement of weapons in the trenches for the for the Cleveland Browns. And, and I'll be honest, I think this is a game where Cleveland's going to try to slam it right down Baltimore's throat. And I don't know if the Ravens are going to be able to stop it because they really haven't stopped anybody this year. And I do not count what we saw last week against the Bears because we know how bad that Bears offense is. We saw it firsthand on Thursday. So I think there's some issues for Baltimore on both sides. I think the timing and the rhythm of the offense and I think the physicality of the defense 
All of those things really point me in Cleveland's direction. And, oh, by the way, you're getting over a field goal in a divisional game in a relatively low total game. So all of that, to me, points to Cleveland. And also the market, I mean, I'm seeing 65 70% of the handle at some of the uh, major shops on Baltimore. So I, I, I don't know what they see with the Ravens, but I certainly see the Cleveland Browns as the tougher team this week, and I think they're going to own the trenches in this game. Jared, I'm going to put you on the spot here because uh, we were talking before – Circus Survivors down to 40 entries. Derek Stevens and company were in talking about it earlier. Ooh. Jared, what what would you do this week with, with these remaining games where we only have one game that's more than four and a half points, which is New England against Tennessee, who's the current number one seed in the AFC? I would take New England. You would, okay. Uh, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, it, well, first of all, it's the highest spread of the week. And I think at this stage of the season, when you're down to the nitty-gritty, you, you know, you're lucky to even have a favorite left on the card some weeks. Um, so I, I think you're getting a, a touchdown favorite in a very low total game, one of the lowest total games of the week. So the points matter even more. Um, and I think if you asked me, actually, the Pats are on my teaser card this week, so I, I do basically like them on the money line. And I think if you asked me about this game, when I handicap Mike Vrabel, when he's a, an underdog, it's a totally different scenario mm-hmm. than when he's a favorite. Titans are 14 and six against the spread. And how about this? 13 and seven straight up when Vrabel's a dog of more than three points. I mean, that is an incredible statistic, an incredible trend for a head coach that, you know, has definitely been criticized, um, you know, over his three, four year tenure with Tennessee because of some of the moves, the fourth down, the aggression that he coaches with. But that tends to pay off in the underdog games. But all of those games had Derrick Henry in them. This one doesn't. And uh, this is like Bill Belichick is probably he was probably licking his chops at the Thanksgiving table, knowing he gets Ryan Tannehill on Sunday with no Derrick Henry, no A.J. Brown and no Julio Jones. Uh, they they couldn't beat the Jets in that scenario mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. I, I cannot see them beating the Patriots in Foxborough with all of the momentum that New England has off of the mini buy that they had last Thursday night extra time to prepare for the greatest coach in the world. All the trends for Vrabel as a dog are not going to save the Titans on Sunday. I, I don't think it's a good matchup at all for Tennessee. He's Jared Smith. You can get him on the tweets at Jared Lee Smith. Great content is always there. And Jared, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for being with us. And of course, uh, make sure you enjoy the leftover dessert over the next few days. <laughs> pecan pie, not pecan pie, right? Pecan pie. <laughs> That's how I'm supposed to say it. Well, I don't know. I don't. I, I have look, some truthers look, out there that'll get mad at me. Look, Jared, it's uh, it, it's difficult for us from the Northeast to pronounce that correctly. Uh, for <laughs> You're sure, hundred percent, <laughs> Jared. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it, guys. Good I luck. got some of that pecan pie waiting for me. There, we, there we go. See, that now we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be debating that the rest of the way on this. The Duke Blue Devils have grabbed the lead back at mm-hmm. T-Mobile Arena. I'll tell you what the live line is for Duke Gonzaga next here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason. Football special, you'll receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store, and you'll get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season. Plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VSIN.com slash subscribe. It is the nightcap. I'm Jeff Barles, Wes Reynolds alongside, and Wes... We're down to the nitty gritty. Yes, we are there at T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, absolutely. Now down to the final two minutes. It is seventy-five, seventy-three. Duke as Trevor Keels drives does get fouled. Remember when we talked about that in-game total at one seventy-four and a half? Boy, kicking yourself if you didn't take the under. Now you still can get overtime here, and that can spoil the whole theory altogether. But when you get a game like this, this is not your average November game. These two teams know. They could very well see each other again, perhaps in New Orleans at the, at the uh, Superdome. Could be in the Final Four. Look, a couple other teams going to have something to say about that, namely one in my neck of the woods in West Lafayette, that being the Purdue Boilermakers. And it pains an Indiana University guy to, 
to uh, praise Purdue, but I think that team really has the goods, at least my 25-1 to 1 ticket says so. Timeout on the floor. Duke is going to go to the line 75-73. to 73. Last I checked, minus 2.5 on the Blue Devils. 168 and a half on the total, but that's probably going to be dropping here. They might, they might have even taken it off at most spots. I uh, have not. I totals gone everywhere. Yeah, right now. Uh, just yeah. So this game. is an old update. So mm-hmm. basically, minus two and a half on the Blue Devils. Duke heading to the free throw line after the timeout, so mm-hmm. a chance to extend to uh, to two possessions. By the way, because uh, Paolo Bentero has met, m- missed a good chunk mm-hmm. of the second half with cramping. Mark Williams has been unbelievably yes. good tonight. 17 yes. and 8 for Williams going up against Drew Timmy and uh, Chet Holmgren. And, and yeah. so far, Williams has been the best big and guy. And the in guy this game. that's really struggled, I believe, is going to the line. That's Trevor Keels, yes. 2 of 11. Uh, Trevor Keels, uh, I'm going to sound like uh, John Rothstein here. So much Lance Stevenson and Trevor Keels <laughs> because that's what he reminds me of. So, uh, Wes. Uh, before we get back to the NFL, we got to touch on some college games here because we touched on them a little bit with Jared Smith. On uh, Michigan-Ohio State, mm-hmm. look, we saw it down to seven. Still seven behind us here at Circa. Yeah, Derek Stevens mentioned at the top of this program that Matt Metcalf taking a stand, open it at seven. And when they asked myself and Dave Ross, uh, when we were debating uh, on betting across America, which you can hear on Visa and 9 to 3 Pacific every Saturday, and we were debating what the line was going to be, and I said, hey, eight and a half. Seems about right. And then it opened seven. Then it kind of danced seven and a half up to eight. You've really had, I think, good two-way action. I'll be interested to see how kind of the splits are once we reach kickoff. That, by the way, is an early kickoff, nine Pacific, 12 Eastern. So uh, get the best game of the day right away. So, look, I did not bet this game. This is probably something I'm going to look for in-game. I think the number at seven and hook is probably about right. It is down to seven at Circus Sports, and we know this book takes some very big action and also some very sharp action. So somebody smart out there likes Michigan. Doesn't mean they're going to be right. I think you really – I don't think this is really a pros versus Joes type of game. I think you got pro betters on both sides of the ledger here. Wes, I kind of like this game under. kind of like this game under the big number 65. I know mm-hmm. getting in front of Ohio State's – Offense is always a dangerous game Mm -hmm. with how great they've looked the last two weeks. But the last time we saw them on the road, they struggled to move the ball against Nebraska. Yes. And Michigan's defense is obviously much better than Nebraska's. By the way, Nebraska managed to have a zero point differential in Big Ten play (laughs) and uh, ended up with eight losses in conference play this year. It's it's absolutely (laughs) ridiculous. And I, I was on a lot of those Nebraska games where they got there as dogs. They did not get there today, but you mentioned the defense here mm-hmm. with Michigan, and I think it is absolutely for real. They're ninth best in the country. Now, this is obviously a big step up in class, and we mentioned it with Jared Smith in the earlier segment. Two keys in this game. Can those two defensive ends for Michigan, who are going to be first-round picks, get pressure on C.J. Stroud, and can Michigan run the ball on this Ohio State front? And not a lot of teams have been able to run this ball. You can throw the ball all over Ohio State. Look, Purdue proved that a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. They were able to throw on these guys. Ohio State, 98th in the nation in passing yards allowed, but that's because you can't really run on them. 11th on defense, 102.3 per game. Michigan's defense really just had two bad quarters. Mm-hmm. That's really their whole season. They were unbelievably good until about midway through that third right. quarter in East Lansing. And yeah, and, and just, Kenneth, Kenneth, Walker, Kenneth Walker, the third, Walker just went off. Yeah, and, and look, at other than that, they've been as, as good of a defense as anyone has had in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I know they drew Wisconsin was when Wisconsin was not playing well, but they shut them down. I know it's not the greatest of offenses, but Wisconsin's run game has been much better of late. Penn State couldn't move the ball. Granted, mm-hmm. not, not another great offense, but... Look, Michigan has handled basically every test except for the quarter and a half against Kenneth Walker to third. And now, yeah. look, I, I, one other thing, too, and, and Jared Smith brought this up. There were some weird things in the award finalists this week where you somehow had no Olave or no Wilson for the Blitnikoff. Right. Like, right. you're basically dealing with the two it's best almost receivers like, in the country. It's almost like team. Ohio State's a victim of its own success in terms of, oh, they just throw any receiver out there and they <laughs> put up big numbers in that Ryan Day and Kevin Wilson offense. But from one top five matchup to another, yes. 41.2 left to go. It is Gonzaga basketball, 80-77. to 77. 
right now. By the way, the game has gone over all numbers in terms of the total now at 157. But Gonzaga is going to be down three here with uh, Strother inbounding the ball. So uh, we will keep you updated on this game as we discuss the rest of the card. Yeah, Drew Timmy trying to get that fifth foul on Williams, and he doesn't. And now Gonzaga is going to have to foul. Yeah, There's a one-second the differential. The shot in the game clock pretty much uh, – there and it looks like uh, I believe Strother gave it at midcourt. Yeah, uh, Moore is going to go to the line. Rather, uh, Wes Duke was plus as high as plus three sixty on the money line in, in some spots. It's going to be a heck of a win for Duke, uh, especially coming off of that dominant performance by Gonzaga. Yeah. And Duke will have handled uh, if they can hold here, shooting free throws up three. And they have not done that they very well tonight. Eleven of nineteen tonight. Correct. So. Uh, these are not necessarily gimmies here for Wendell Moore. Yeah, Moore, four, six is pure on the first. So Duke now up two possessions with 26 seconds to go. What a win this is going to be if the Blue Devils can hold. And uh, you're going to see you're going to see Purdue at number one on uh, on Monday. You're going to see Duke on at number well, one. Well, on they might jump Duke because Duke did beat the number one team, but I think Purdue is right there. Yeah, I Purdue, really, really good basketball team. Of course, number four Kansas got beat by Dayton today. Mm-hmm. In Number Orlando. nine, Memphis, a lot of top 10 teams going down. Yeah, there. so uh, uh, not done yet, though. Gonzaga with a bucket to make it a three-point game with 18 seconds to go, 82-79, Duke in front of the Zags. Wes, I want to go down, now to Bedlam, though, mm-hmm. because this the fact that we have a, a, a Bedlam game with a total that's lower than mm. 50 right. is astounding, but that just shows what Oklahoma State's defense has done. In a lead unit, by the way, Oklahoma State has has it, the last time they didn't cover a game was September. They're on an incredible run against the number. They're four and a half point favorites now in DraftKings. Total forty nine and a half. There is some forty eight and a half in the market. Wes, I, I know we're getting in late here on Oklahoma State, but everything we have seen from these two teams over the last five weeks. Oklahoma State is clearly the better football team in this game. They are, and look, if Oklahoma does get the win, by the way, they're going to meet again in the Big 12 championship game, but of course that will probably render the Big 12 moot in terms of being in the college football playoff. Oklahoma State's defense, rightfully so. Look, I was watching a little bit of that Saturday night, Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. I'm like, I'm used to 45-42 or 54-51 with Oklahoma State, Texas Tech. 23 nothing. Shut out the Red Raiders. And look, number three total defense, number four rushing defense, number two scoring defense, top 10 in passing efficiency defense, also number one in third down conversions. Uh, opponents only getting about less than 25% of their third downs. But I will say this, and the numbers aren't that pretty. The Oklahoma defense has made at least a little bit of strides here. Now, they still give up a ton through the air. 262.1, that's 109th in the country. But they're pretty darn good against the run and and pretty physical up front. So I think this defense, and it's actually because the offense has been so erratic, the defense has really kind of had to carry them. I thought they really carried them against Iowa State last week. Look, Oklahoma, their path has been bizarre mm-hmm. because Texas should have got them. Of course, Caleb Williams came in and saved the day. Kansas could have gotten them. Caleb Williams, again, saved the day with that play that I'm still not sure was actually legal at the end of that right. game to pick up the first down. Uh, but look, their defense was good last week against Iowa State, who obviously had a maddening season there at Ames, uh, even though they finished it off by clocking TCU earlier today. Mm-hmm. I like Oklahoma State. I know it's getting in a little late, but I think they're the better team, and I don't think Oklahoma is going to be able to move the ball in this game, and even though it's under 50, I kind of like this. Yeah, I think the under, even at 48 and a half, I yeah. believe that's now the market low right here at Circus Sports. I still wouldn't be going over. Duke trying to put this game away, leading by four with 17 seconds over Gonzaga. We'll tell you if they hold on next on the nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Bars, Wes Reynolds alongside Wes. What a win for the Duke Blue Devils, who moved to 7 0 on the year. They knock off number one in Zaga 84 81. And as nine point underdogs mm-hmm. behind us and plus 350 on the money line, Duke comes home outright. Yeah. Against the Zags. Yeah, and and a cash for both of us. We took the points with the Blue Devils. And look, this was the time maybe to get Gonzaga. I know that WCC is very much improved. You could have three or four, as many as four bids out of that league. Look, San Francisco, very good. St. Mary's, and obviously BYU. So, very good league. But look, I didn't see Gonzaga losing for a while, and I don't think they're going to. So, this was the night, I think, to really get these guys as uh, Coach K and Mark Few exchanged pleasantries. 84-81 your final score. couple things here. Number one, it is weird to see a Duke win celebrated in Las Vegas if you know the history <laughs> between Duke and the Run and Rebels. Uh, also, what's going to be an interesting wrinkle for the AP poll when it comes out on Monday, does Duke jump all the way to number one? Oh, by the way, the Purdue Boilermakers would inherit that spot if they don't have that. Purdue has never been number one in the AP poll. That's which, a, which is that's very a, hard to believe because, look, I've been, I'm, as an Indiana guy, I've been following Purdue basketball my whole life. And they've had some really great teams. And if they get jumped by Duke, uh, you won't want to be around Matt Painter on Monday morning. Uh, he's going to be spitting nails here. So uh, we'll see what that turns out to be. By the way, uh, Baylor Bear has been very impressive in their tournament, mm-hmm. too. So they're right in the mix. So uh, don't discount the defending national champions here, but... We've seen some really good games just out here in Las Vegas and really nationally all week. So college basketball in full swing. The uh, the defending national champions really just uh, once they uh, staked their uh, their feet in the ground today against Michigan State, it was all over pretty quickly. Seventeen mm-hmm. uh, point win for Baylor in Atlantis, winning the battle for Atlantis, seventy five fifty eight, covering with ease in the end of six and a half point favorites against the Spartans. All right, Wes, week twelve NFL. Yes. Rapid fire time. Let's go through as many as we can get over the next eight minutes of time before the Greg Peterson experience comes your way after us here on VSIN. Biggest line of the week New England, Tennessee. Right now, the Patriots seven point favorites, total 43.5. I have no play on this yeah. game. You like the under. Yeah, and I do like the under. I also have a little piece of Tennessee, but I may end up buying out. By the way, we are about to see seven and a half, mm-hmm. I think. Right now here at Circus Sports at the uh, big sports book right behind our studio here, minus seven, minus $1.25 for the New England Patriots. That tells me we are very perilously close to getting that seven and a hook. And uh, look, uh, 
I, I was hoping, and, I, you know, sometimes you got to time the market here, and sometimes you time it right, and sometimes you time it wrong. Thinking maybe we were going to get a friendlier injury report on that Tennessee side. We do not have one, by the way, and especially on defense. you They're just so shorthanded, three starting linebackers out, injuries in the secondary. We know that secondary has been beat up mm-hmm. all year. We remember that Buffalo Bills game on Monday night where they won. I mean, they're pretty much pulling dudes out uh, off the streets in Music City to go ahead and play safety for this team. So, uh, And then, of course, A.J. Brown is going to be out, so top two receivers. So that's why you're seeing this get bet. At seven and a hook, I would still maybe be a little bit interested in Tennessee. To, uh, to the, we're going to skip over to Jets and the Texans. Wes is on Texans' money line. I am not. I, I, I'm going to watch that game solely for my Jet fandom. I'm not going mm-hmm. to subject my wallet to that game. Uh, the Eagles and the Giants, uh, Eagles, uh, most of the fours are gone. There is still one yeah. four out at uh, Caesars. Uh, the rest of the market here in town is three and a half. Eagles laying it. Uh, DraftKings still at a four, obviously, in the newer jurisdictions. Total 45. West Giants are nothing for me. The only hesitation I have is, is Freddie Kitchens really an upgrade over Jason Garrett calling plays? Well, I don't know if he can be worse, by the way. I mean, they, <laughs> they, they, they look, uh. You go from the uh, the ginger ninja to Larry the Cable Guy here with Freddie Kitchens. So, uh, look, the Giant the Giants have been solid in this role as a home underdog. They've gotten a couple outright wins over the Raiders and over the Carolina Panthers in this spot. Look, I've been more, you know, and you know this as we talk through these games throughout the season. I've been a little bit more on the Philadelphia train than you have. You have not liked this team all year. I've been a little. Uh, liking them a little bit more. And I do think that they are showing improvement and the opportunity is there. We mentioned that schedule, very hospitable schedule until that final game against Dallas. But that game is at Lincoln financial field. So Philadelphia is going to be favored in a lot of games, but you know, this is a little bit of a trick, a tricky spot here. I think against the giants, because you have a Philadelphia team that has yet to prove that they can handle this role. And I think sometimes that teams that first time out, when they're kind of a road favorite, even though I think they were a road favorite very early in the season, but they mm-hmm. have not been since when they're not used to that role. Sometimes a team comes up lame in that first spot. So that's why I do lean with the G men here. Big game in Indianapolis. We go to next Colts hosting the Buccaneers. Indy, of course, off the big win against Buffalo Tampa throttles the giants on Monday night, Tampa three point favorites on the road, total 53 and a half West. The difference between Tampa at home and Tampa on the road has been huge so far this year. Yeah, the uh, Colts, by the way, the healthiest they have been all year. Quentin Nelson was a partial or limited participant is the official terminology on the injury report. Big Q, I think, is going to go. He's been battling an ankle injury. So has Darius Leonard, the leader of that Colts defense. I think he is going to go. You do have a healthy Colts team. Tampa Bay, a little bit healthier, especially on offense, did get Gronk back. You know, a little bit more at full strength at receiver. Vita Vea is still out, so... Look, that hurts that run defense a little bit. Still a very good Tampa run defense, and that's kind of going to be the key for the Colts. Can JT behind that offensive line led uh, led by Quentin Nelson, can they go ahead and run the ball here? I think that they're going to be able to. I think the Colts come in right now, not only with that relatively clean injury report, I think they come in with some confidence. You know, that was kind of the thing that you were looking at with Indianapolis. It's like, okay, can they finally beat a good team? Because they've beaten up on the – the little sisters of the poor here. They've beaten up on the Dolphins. They've beaten up on the Jets and the Te- and the Texans and the Jaguars. The only other win was against 49ers. Can you beat a real team? And they did that in Buffalo on Sunday. And I think that's going to give them confidence going forward. So I do like the Colts here. You might get three and a half, but you're certainly getting three with reduced juice. All depends on where you're betting here. Mm-hmm. In Nevada, we're actually seeing Tampa minus 105 playing the three at some spots. Newer jurisdictions, I think Wes is right. I think you're going to see a flat three and a half probably by kick, and I would jump all over that with Indy. AFC North battle, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati next. Steelers, three and a half point underdogs now. Uh, They were four and a half. They were four. Still a couple fours, but not very many. Not many many left. Uh, Total 44 and a half. You and I both on Pittsburgh here. Yeah, absolutely. I I just think Cincinnati was a little bit of an overreaction when you saw what did I say? They had like 4.4 yards of play against the Raiders mm-hmm. last week. And, and just, you know, I was wondering why that line was moving so heavily to the Cincinnati side because early money did come in on the Bengals. And I think that that was the adjustment, at least on the look ahead line. 
Now starting to come back on the Steelers because the Steelers got a more friendly injury report, I think, with T.J. Watt back. Minka Fitzpatrick's going to be back from COVID. Joe Hayden, game-time decision. He's the only one. But a lot of those defensive players that were out last week against the Chargers, and, of course, they gave up 41 points on Sunday night football. So not a moment too soon. We know Mike Tomlin's record against the spread as an underdog, 44-22-3 in his career against the number. Give me Pittsburgh. Next up, Wes, uh, we're going to Green Bay. Packers and the Rams. We've seen uh, this open a pick. Now Green Bay in a home underdog here, getting two against the Rams at Lambeau Field, 425 Eastern start. Yeah, I think the market, uh, and Jared Smith brought that up with the market, not only the market but the odds maker, I think they're telling you they like the Rams here, and I do as well here because you look at the surface, I think a lot of casual betters are going to see, oh, my God, Green Bay getting points at home. They were a cover machine. They had the best ATS record in all the National Football League, and I still think they absolutely do, even though they didn't get it done last week in Minneapolis. But the Rams off two very putrid performances, shall we say, on mm-hmm. primetime television Sunday night and Monday night, back-to-back weeks are off a of bye week. Green Bay is absolutely banged up on the offensive line and also on the defense, and I think offensive line injuries – really matter, and I think betters really underestimate those. Everybody moves the line on the quarterback or on the receiver, but not on the O-line. Give me Matt Stafford and the Rams here. I'm going to stay off at the current number, and I'm really intrigued to see where everything goes. Uh, one last one I'm going to fit in here. Uh, the uh, the Broncos and the Chargers, we've actually seen Denver take the money here down to two and a half Chargers laying on the Yeah, road. and I lean Broncos here. This would certainly be a teaser thing, I think, up through eight and a half, those long teasers that we talk about. Look, uh, Chargers, I know you're a little bit higher on them than mm-hmm. I am, but I'm a little higher on Denver, I think, with the defense. They are getting a little bit of help on the offensive line. I think that's really hurt them over the last couple weeks. Better defense, home underdog. More often than not, I'm going to be on that home puck. At two and a half? I would take the Chargers to three. I wanted nothing to do with it. Wes, this was fun. Good to be with you. You're back in 11 hours from now. I am. See you tomorrow morning. With Dave Ross. I'm Jeff Barles. He's Wes Reynolds. The Greg Peterson Experience going to be on next. This has been the Nightcap on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.